But for us, this is our Friday. So that means we call it Mail-In and Fridays, and there's no better way to mail it in than to bring on <laughs> what the hell should we watch this weekend? <laughs> and Steve Stebbing. How are you, Steve? Mailing it in is just, it's, it's a state of mind that I enjoy very often. Right? It's great. <laughs> if you want to mail in your weekend, you can do it one of two ways. You can not care and just sort of surf your shows. Mm -hmm. Or you can actually invest in good shows, and that's not mailing it in. So, stevestebbing.ca for his blog and all of the links and trailers and all these things. Where are we going to go uh, this weekend? Should we start with new releases there, Steve? Yeah, sounds good. All right, Falling. You can attack me all you want, but I am not going to engage with you on that level anymore. I know what you're trying to do. You are such an asshole. And you are a f***ing pansy. Trying to help you, Dad. Heaven doesn't want him, and hell keeps sending him back. <laughs> I know a couple of people that might qualify for that. Tell us about the show. <laughs> yeah, uh, listeners may recognize this one because I brought it when I was attending the film festival in the fall. Uh, this is Vigo Mortensen's uh, directorial debut, and uh, he plays uh, a gay man that is. Uh, bringing his father home from his farm uh, to their home in Los Angeles because he is sliding further and further into uh, dementia. Uh, the issue is that the, the father and son relationship is volatile as the father is emotionally abusive and uh, does not approve of his son's gay lifestyle. Uh, and uh, I mean, Lance Henriksen plays the father. And I, I said then that if he didn't get any kind of awards recognition, that the system has broken down. And now that we've had Golden Globes nominations, Lance Henriksen's not on the list. This movie doesn't appear on the list at all. Uh, yeah, there is something wrong with that, in my opinion, because this movie is excellent. The system is broken in many ways, I'm sure. Um, what the hell should we watch week, uh, this weekend? That's Steve Stebbing. Malcolm and Marie. You know what, Malcolm? I feel like once you know someone is there for you and once you know they love you, you never actually think of them again. It's until you're about to lose someone that you finally pay attention. Well, what is it, Marie? What do you want? Really? Do you want to go there? Yes. Okay. All right, tell us about the show. It sounds like there's uh, those voices sound like they could be a couple of different actors, actually. Yeah, this is this is interesting because it is uh, uh, it features two actors that are on the the fast rising A list. You have uh, John David Washington, who appeared in uh, Black Klansman and Tenet, and also has uh, a very fa famous father named Denzel. Uh, and then you have Zendaya, who is just. Uh, she's on she's just has a rocket strapped her she's going places and they team up with uh, Sam Levinson who also uh, writes and directs uh, uh, Zendaya's show Euphoria and basically this is just a two-person movie in one location uh, dealing with a filmmaker uh, on the the night of the premiere of his first movie uh, and just kind of waiting for reviews to roll in when they decide that they're going to take an introspective look at their relationship. And it's basically two people that get into some vicious gaslighting of each other. Uh, and it, it's going to probe deep uh, 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 to the viewer because it feels incredibly visceral uh, the whole time that you're watching it, but beautifully shot in black and white and, and just fantastic acting from these two. He sure sounds like his daddy. 
Oh, so much, so much. And there's just certain like like nuances and mannerisms and stuff that uh, definitely make you think of Denzel, especially because I just watched a Denzel movie last week. Uh, but there are there's stuff that does set him apart and will kind of put him on his own path. I mean, he's a producer on this movie uh, as well, so he's already getting that ball rolling for him early in his career, which uh, in Hollywood is is a big deal. Hi, nice to meet you. Uh, my name is John David. Denzel's my dad. <laughs> You're hired. It's a good icebreaker. It's a icebreaker, right? Like, like uh, you know, you wonder how much he has to audition for. Though I do guarantee for for Tenet that he did audition for uh, Christopher Nolan because uh, lineage doesn't mean anything to Nolan. Mm. I, I would put it on my call display on my phone, right? Like that would be my my contact card, my V card Business would card. be. <laughs> yeah, it would be literally, it would be like Denzel's my dad answer. Yeah. Greatest actor of our generation. I think he was named. I think it was maybe Entertainment Weekly or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to argue that. All right. No. SteveStepping.ca for all of this. The movie is Rams. Farmers have been shocked by the discovery of a highly infectious disease. Mind, don't take it, mate. A control plan has been put in place in the hope of containing the outbreak. You got to follow the rules. No kidding. Oh, my lovely girls. Ah. Smells like sheep. No sheep. A lot of air freshener, eh? I know what you've got in your house. You kept up I had to. You what? We find those sheep, he is done. <laughs> uh, hey, if you're free this weekend, check out a movie about sheep. Uh, essentially, but I, I mean, at the base of uh, at the basis of it, it's a it's a, a movie about two brothers that uh, grew up in a in a sheep uh, in a sheep herding family, uh, and then uh, basically something came in between them and put the a huge rift between them. So they put a big fence. They only c- communicate through a dog, which they put uh, little notes on his collar and everything, uh, until a, a virus comes and it's, and. Uh, infects the sheep causing the government to step in and decide that we're going to destroy all your sheep uh so they basically have to uh put aside their differences and 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 figure out a way past it and it's based on a norwegian film called ahrutar that i absolutely loved it came out in 2015 and it it follows that that really bad path of, of english remakes of really great foreign films but the greatest the great thing that works for rams in the australian sense is it wasn't made by an by a a american hollywood uh dumbing down it actually uh managed to keep all the same themes has really great performances by uh, sam neill and michael caton and uh manages to keep its identity uh if i hadn't seen the original film i i would have totally been on board with the twists and turns in this movie hmm all right, Steve Seving, Blu-ray, the great way to watch the high-quality shows at home. Good ones, new ones, old ones. Let's start with Let Him Go. We came to see our grandson. My boy doesn't have to answer to you. And we don't have to answer to you. Whoa. <laughs> Come with us. No. He'd kill me. Him and his mother. You're with me on this, right? Right behind you. Uh, tell us about Let It Go. Sounds dark. 
Yeah, this is some really good uh, farmland noir. Uh, it's set in the 50s and has uh, Kevin Costner and Diane Lane, who uh, play a grandpa uh, grandparents to, to a child that is uh, taken by their daughter-in-law to the Dakotas with her new husband after their son passes away. And uh, basically, they decide that they're not going to good people in the Dakotas, so they're going to follow them and take the child back. But they ended up butting heads with the matriarch of the new husband's family, played by Leslie Manville in one of the uh, most sinister and, and, and solid performances of last year. Uh, I mean, she only appears for 20 minutes in the movie and becomes one of the most memorable pieces of the entire film. Uh, I mean, this is slow burn stuff, but I, I really dug it. Uh, maybe because I went in with a low bar when it, when it came out on VOD last year. Uh, but I definitely dug this film. But do they get the baby back, Steve? We need to know. Ooh, I can't give you that. <sighs> All right, uh, Ryan, this one specifically just for Ryan because he uh, grew up at SpongeBob University. The SpongeBob yes. movies, <laughs> Sponge on the Run. Gary's been snail mapped. Ready for the ultimate rescue mission. We've got to go help them! This is going to be like one of those buddy movies. <laughs> With Aquafina, you're fired. Danny Trejo, Snoop Dogg, you're surprised by Tiffany Haddish. Seriously, folks, I'm floundering up here. And Keanu Reeves. Call me Sage. Good name. I'm made out of Sage and I am a Sage. So it works out pretty well. <laughs> 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 so good I, yes. I can tell you a quick story uh, I, I didn't know what the word sponge was and I asked my mom it was a cake and I said what's a spongy cake <laughs> and I get bugged about that through my entire life now I wish I could also tell you that that happened when I was like 7 or 8 but no it happened when I was a mid teenager uh, I feel good thanks for giving me the space evolved. to cleanse my soul on that one yeah. alright tell us about the movie there big okay, fella so so Spongy Bob uh, is, <laughs> is uh, this is the third film. Uh, I mean, there's 12 seasons of the show, three movies now. Uh, and I mean, I adore these. I mean, it's it's, it's easy to blame it on the fact that I, I'm a parent and everything that I, I, I'm kind of forced to watch these things. But you know what? I would still probably watch these even if I wasn't a parent because they're so well written. Uh, though with Sponge on the Run, I, I do feel like it's a bit of diminishing returns. It's missing just a, just a little something to 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 differentiate itself and, and give it really its own identity, and it's a bit of rehashing. Uh, but I mean, it's a lot of fun at the same time. There's still a lot of laughs to be had, and the Keanu stuff is just so phenomenally well done because he's not animated; it's he's actually. Keanu's head in this rolling tumbleweed and it's it's all sorts of brilliant <laughs> Ryan's nodding so I guess that's the endorsement <laughs> there so uh, the fair. graduate of Spunky Bob University <laughs> alright next on the list we've got Breach I don't know what could have done this something seems to be dissolving him from the inside out it's not human it's whiskey. and it might still be out there out there we kill it you remember how to use one of those things what do you think it's a christmas movie 
Yeah, yeah, that's it's exactly it. I, you know, I don't know who Bruce Willis's agent is or manager is, but he manages to, him to keep getting him these direct-to-video films where he gets a payday and really doesn't do a lot because he is just almost like just background scenery. Like he's so morose and and, and withdrawn in, in these performances. Like he obviously doesn't care i mean this is a it, it sounds like a cool concept like it, it's it's basically a, a space sci-fi horror where an infection breaches their ship hence the title breach and starts to turn uh, the the crew members into like these zombie creatures but then it just starts to just slide into hell with just really bad cg really bad script and they don't they have the audacity to not even end the movie and pretend that they're going to just continue into another movie that i really really hope for everybody's sake shane never happens well you don't need to have a good script when you have guns and explosions steve (laughs) you've taught me this i've learned this from you i you know there's just there's you know there's just not enough sedatives and, and, and cannabis in the world to make stuff like this good <laughs> all right our last one from netflix this weekend you want to check it on the streamer it's firefly lane when we grow up we're gonna to live together and we're gonna to be famous journalists i'm a goddamn legend in the making <laughs> that's right you are you don't get it you, you don't know what it's like to fail I and mean, you succeeded everything you try it's like this is your life and i'm just along for the ride you are so much braver than me your family that is the real accomplishment i will never have that i was too scared to even try i need you my soulmate you bitch (laughs) nothing says say soulmate like like a a bish yeah compliment is it a compliment i don't know tell us about it's it's a term of endearment i'll say we can start calling each other bitch if you want all right well tell us about this bish all right, bitch. Uh, so basically, this is a <laughs> this this is basically one of those feel good buddy girl uh, dramedies. Uh, you have uh, Catherine Heigl, who people remember her from Grey's Anatomy, and Sarah Chalk, who is probably in one probably one of my favorite shows of all time, Scrubs, and she's also Canadian as to boot. Uh, but basically, this is uh, these two when they grew up with each other from teenage teenage them to present day and present day in this show is 2003 so we start in the 70s we move through the 80s and everything so the the time representative in this is really quite good i mean sarah chalk's hair in the 80s is just perfect it's it's quaffed it, it it's got that that front curl on the the whole the whole thing like it's just it's beautiful uh, and Catherine Heigl is not playing this weak character that she usually plays in it. She actually plays like a a a woman of prominence. So she's almost like an Oprah like uh, like uh, character as she has her own talk show and everything. So it's kind of neat to see these actors go outside of their archetype. I will warn people that the first episode feels like it's very uneventful to the last ten minutes, but you just need to stick through it. All right, Firefly Lane, catch it this weekend. What the hell should we watch this weekend, bitch? There's Steve Stebbing. (laughs) Thanks for being here. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Thank you, Shane.